When you buy a used car, don't be taken for a ride. Get Ford Blue Advantage certified at Wade Ford, Atlanta's headquarters for factory certified pre-owned vehicles. Go to wadeford.com. There you'll find a great selection of Ford Blue Advantage certified used cars, trucks, and SUVs. With Blue certified, nearly all makes and all models are in stock now. You'll find something perfect for just about any budget. Buy with confidence at the Wade Ford factory certified used car outlet at wadeford.com. Wade Ford. We are Atlanta's Ford dealer. The latest on Yellow Jackets basketball, which means it's time to talk all things Georgia Tech on the Josh Passner Show. Oh, he takes the outlet pass. He soars up and dunks it down. Oh, and more. Left a greater under the basket. We'll hear from Georgia Tech basketball head coach Josh Passner and other members of the Georgia Tech Athletics Department as we gear up for another week of Georgia Tech hoops on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Now here's the voice of the Jackets, Andy Demetra. And a very good Monday evening to you. Welcome in, everybody, to a new edition of the Josh Pastor Radio Show. On this Monday night, we are live at Rocky Mountain Pizza Company on Hempville Ave. Oh, just a few wind sprints down from a canvas pavilion where you'll have two opportunities to watch the Yellow Jackets this week, beginning Wednesday when they dive back into ACC play versus Virginia Tech, then the non-conference finale on Saturday versus Florida Tech. Opportunities to catch the Jackets at McCamish are winding down, so make sure you come out and see us. We'll talk Georgia Tech basketball over the next hour with the head coach of the Yellow Jackets, Josh Pastor. Full lines are open tonight, 404-231-1680. Once again, 404 231 80. You can line those up right now. You can also tweet us if that's your preference. I've got my laptop open at Andy Demetra is how you can reach out. Well, Georgia Tech, well, they put your hearts in your throats across two games this past week, including the buzzer beater from Lance Terry on Wednesday against Notre Dame. What a way to earn the win in front of the home fans. Georgia Tech couldn't get the breaks to go their way in the closing seconds versus Wake Forest on Saturday. We'll certainly look back and look ahead to uh, this past week and beyond here with head coach Josh Pastor. I don't know if you were watching the Super Bowl last night, but I can confirm it is possible to call a hold on the defense in a late-game situation, even if it's a borderline call. But let's start with uh, Notre Dame because this is the first time we visited with you since that buzzer beater last Wednesday night. Had to be very proud of the effort your team had, Coach, to get that win. You guys have been so close so often over the previous month. Finally got to experience uh, that jubilant locker room, again, courtesy of Lance Terry and others. Well, <clears throat> to answer your first question about the hold, uh, have I told you about the uh, – did you hear my post-game press conference not, not after the radio where I said Commissioner Phillips mm-hmm. – uh, sent out an email to all men's and women's basketball coaches in the ACC and said, "Do not, you're not allowed to comment on the officiating. Uh, otherwise, there will be penalties." So I just re- I regurgitated that email three or four because I kept getting asked the question uh-huh. about the officiating in the post game, and I regurgitated that email word for word for about five times. So. Well, I, I don't know if for the folks. Who I are think a lot of people wanted to get the Freedom of Information Act on what that email exactly <laughs> was from Commissioner Phillips. And uh, for anybody who's here at Rocky Mountain Pizza Company, you can see for yourself, Josh Pastor has about the thickest wallet known to mankind. We don't want to make it a little thinner here, uh, <laughs> certainly not on your own radio show. We'll, we'll get to that we'll when the talk time about, comes. But anyway, but let's talk about Notre, Notre Dame. Dame. Yeah, yeah, let's, it, let's start with a cheerier note yeah. and, and that buzzer beater versus the Irish. The wallet's like a Seinfeld episode, you know. Uh, no, that is more than a Costanza yeah, wallet. But that, that might be a whole different segment. But, anyway. Um, uh, yeah, regarding Notre Dame, first of all, uh, you know, coming off, and we talk, obviously talked last Monday, just, uh, uh, you know, had a 
thought I should have won the game versus North Carolina State. Come back. You got Monday, Tuesday in preparation for Notre Dame. Obviously, the first time we played Notre Dame, we were um, we felt we should have we blew the game. We were up seven twice under the four minute media timeout, and at one time with two thirty to go up seven, end up losing the game in overtime. Um, and Notre Dame's is you know they're a dangerous, scary team in the preseason. At the ACC Media Day, I had told many people that I think Notre Dame is going to have a chance to compete for the. Actually, I said Notre Dame and Virginia Tech are picked too low. Those two should be are going to be picked to, and that when they are low, I think they're like in the top five in the ACC preseason. I said both are going to have a chance to compete for the league championships because of the guys that they got coming back, who they got in the portal, et cetera, et cetera. And Notre Dame's a dangerous team, as you know, Andy. I mean, they they're old. Um, they got great shooters. I mean, the majority of their team is back from a team that. You know, went to the round of 32 last year and finished second in the in the ACC. Um, and um, but and every time that we've played them, it's it, even not only for in the first game that we played them, but also in the years past, it's been just one of those barn burners where it's been a possession here, a possession there. It, you just never kind of um, you know feeling comfortable or safe, even when you have a lead. And it was one of those things where I just felt we really played well. It was just a good basketball game. I, I thought Davon Smith was really good in that entire game, had seven assists, no turnovers. Uh, you know, that was the first player with seven assists, no turnovers in a game for you since Jose Alvarado back in the 18-19 season versus Wake Forest. That's how good Davon was, dishing and it out and had, protecting the ball versus board? Notre Dame. I, mean, I, I don't have the, the box score in front of me, but – but he had quite a few boards that game as well, too. He had a really good stat line. Um, <clears throat> Lance Terry, who just – we're just a different team with Lance Terry in the lineup. I think he played 40 minutes against Notre Dame. Right. I think he played 30-something, 30 37 against North Carolina Look, State. I'm not trying to connect any dots, but your two ACC wins, Lance has played all 40 minutes, and he's gotten you 43 combined points. Well, we need – like, I, we need Lance to shoot more. I mean, he was hmm. he was three for four versus Wake Forest on Saturday, and we can get to that later. But that's not enough shots for him. And uh, <clears throat> that all being said, uh, you know, the game versus Notre Dame, I thought we really executed the game plan. Uh, did a really nice job in switching. Thought we did a good job in getting getting Lashesky frustrated. Um, and in fact, he had that offensive foul late in the second half where he kind of shoved mm-hmm. Davon because he was so frustrated because just the amount of you know, we were fronting them. Our guards were fronting them and, and just being, you know, kind of putting our, as I'd like to talk about it, being an offensive post player on the defensive end because you're fronting. You know, you don't want to play behind. You're in the front and you stick your, you want to get your, your, your rear right on the offensive, the big man's thighs to try to immobilize their ability to jump and move and just keep, you know, wearing those legs out because eventually this, the bigs get frustrated and or, they just don't want to mess with the little guards. And um, I thought we did a really good job of following the game plan on that. Um, and, again, in, in the end, Lance hits a huge shot. Um, and it, it was sort of reversed, <clears throat> Andy, that at uh, Notre Dame we were down – we were up seven twice. And this one we were down – Six. If I'm, is it 64 50 or 66 60 or I forget 60 to 54 60 to 54 yeah. and we were down six and it didn't look good i had to call timeout they had a, they hit a couple of, you know those threes and then um and we found a way to you know get ourselves back and and uh and then lance had the you know we got we got a couple we got a stop came down 
and uh, we called a timeout, um, and we drew up a play and got Kyle. had a good shot, but I've always said the second shot is what always beats you, and for this one time, the mm -hmm. second shot did beat Notre Dame, and uh, we were able to um, get the win. It was a great offensive rebound by Lance. One of the things we've done really well this year, Andy's, we've been a good offensive rebounding team for the most part. We've done a nice job in, in that area, and uh, um, <clears throat> and so, you know, it was a great win, and it was great to I was so happy for our young men. You called it a character win in the locker room afterwards, and I'm curious why you thought it was a character win. Well, you know, I thought, you know, I, 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 we've had good practices. Like, the guys have – I mean, look, Andy, I mean, this is the first time for me and for most anyone to kind of we, – we, we've had a – there was a long streak there of, you know, of, of L's. Um, and that's no fun for anybody. And, and – um, uh, it's hard. It's hard for the players. It's hard for the fans. It's hard for the staff, for the administration. I and I get that. Um, and and but credit to the young men that you know, it was very easy that during that time period your your practices or whatever could just be not good and you don't have the energy because you know you might you know you might these guys are still young guys and they may mm -hmm. feel I mean are we playing for anything you know we're we're towards the bottom we haven't you know but you got to but that's what I talk about at this time period. You know, things when things are going well, it's easily it's easy to be a character guy and you know be a rah rah guy when things are go, rah rah person when things are going well. But when things aren't going well, and and you're going through a tough stretch, and our tough stretch is you know in the basketball world. Um, and I told our guys, what's going to really define this group is going to is going to be three words: it's going to be character, integrity, and, and principle. And uh, because of how you handle yourself, how you respond, how you how you fight back every day, how you practice is going to be about character, integrity, and principle. And uh, I just felt we've had we had really good practices. We we have I you know in all my years my teams have always gotten better in early January and beyond. Unfortunately for this year, we're about a month late. Mm -hmm. You know, we I, I really do feel like we're starting to get better. We're just you know instead of starting early January, we started in February. Um, and, um, and so I thought the character of us, of the practices, the character to win that game, the character to be down and find a way to win, uh, it took a lot of, like I said, that was, it was about character, it was about integrity, it was about principle, mm -hmm. and, um, and it was a great win, and it was a great win, and, and, you know, we, and I thought, you know, we can talk about it, you know, next break or whatever, but, you know, we should have won the game on Saturday. I mean, really, you look at it, we should have won the game versus North Carolina State. We had it. We had the game. We had the game on this past Saturday. We had the game the first time we played at Notre Dame. We had the first time we played North Carolina State. We should have won the pit game the first time. You know, we, we've had games. We just haven't been able to, you know. But, but, but to our guys' credit, like I said, they've stuck with it. They've practiced well. They've continued to get better. We had the one bad game. It was just was bad against, you know, earlier in the season, earlier in the ACC play. But other than that, you know, we've just – and having Lance back in our rotation makes a big makes a big difference for us. Oh, yeah. Uh, Notre Dame certainly knows that now. 404-231-1680 is the number to call tonight. Kenny, hang tight. We'll get to you on the other side of the break. Have to hit our first timeout. We are live tonight at Rocky Mountain Pizza Company, Hemphill Ave, just off the Georgia Tech campus for a live edition of the Josh Pastor Radio Show. And it continues after this on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. 
And we're back with breaking news. Coke Zero Sugar might be the best Coke ever. That's right, Jim. Coke Zero Sugar is a must-try for any Coke fan, so make sure you... Jim. <laughs> Jim. We're on the air. Ooh, yes, this tastes like the best Coke ever to me. Your thoughts, Jen? Well, can I have a sip? <laughs> Jen, we're in the middle of reporting the news. I need to try it first. Georgia is our home. That's why at Georgia Power, we're building the future of energy. Over the last decade, we've invested nearly $10 billion to strengthen the electric grid, installing new substations, upgrading transformers, moving power lines underground, and investing in cleaner energy. We're making the electric grid more resilient and reliable for you and for future generations. At Georgia Power, we know that making smart investments today prepares us to meet our customers' needs tomorrow. Folks, you don't have to play the game to change the game, and you don't need to be a scout to find the NASDAQ's most innovative players. You can become an agent of innovation by investing in Invesco QQQ, the ETF that gives you access to some of the top NASDAQ 100 companies revolutionizing the sport you know and love. Huddle up with the NASDAQ's 100 most innovative companies in one ETF. Invesco QQQ is the official ETF of the NCAA. There are risks involved with investing in ETFs, including possible loss of money. ETFs are subject to risks similar to those of stocks. Investments focused in the technology sector are subject to greater risk and are more greatly impacted by market volatility than more diversified investments. The NASDAQ 100 Index comprises the 100 largest non-financial companies traded on the NASDAQ. An investment cannot be made directly into an index. Before investing, consider the fund's investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit Invesco.com for a prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully before investing. As a Shane Company jewelry consultant, I get to work with couples looking for their dream engagement ring. Many feel overwhelmed. They just don't know where to start. And that's what I love about my job. I get to make this important experience fun and easy. We don't work on commission, so there's no pressure. When you visit, first, I'll want to know what are your ideas for your dream ring? What fits your lifestyle, your personality, your budget? Then we'll go from there. We'll look at ring settings and I'll show you options for the center stone. For example, if you choose a classic solitaire ring setting, I can show you how it'll look with different center stones, like a pear-shaped diamond or an oval pink sapphire. We have all shapes, colors, and sizes. If you're going for a big look with lots of sparkle, I can show you our halo ring settings. Or if you want a ring that's ready to go, we can look at our perfectly preset styles. Visit your friends. We're in this together. Now you have a friend in the jewelry business. Shane Company and ShaneCo.com. Stream every Georgia Tech game totally free on the all-new Fan app. Download it now for Apple or Android and listen to the Jackets anywhere. Georgia Tech basketball continues to buzz. Now more of the Coach Josh Pastner Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network. Fans, there's magic when we cheer together. Let's create some magic with an ice cold Coke. Cheers as we welcome you back to this live edition of the Josh Pastor Radio Show live tonight at Rocky Mountain Pizza Company, Hemp Hill Ave. Well, you could have jogged here from the practice facility, from the practice floor to uh, the stage here at Rocky Mountain Pizza Company. We are right down the road from McCamus Pavilion. We are about, uh, about a 60-second car ride okay. and about a five-minute walk. And... Uh, um, uh, and I do know with the Super Bowl yesterday, you know, this place has a lot of Eagles 
stuff in here. This is one of the Eagles bars in Atlanta. Yes, and so I obviously was not here yesterday. I was at home watching the Super Bowl with my family, but I'm assuming this place was packed yesterday with Eagles fans at the course of the game last night, starting the kickoff at 6.30. You know, and if they're Georgia Tech fans as well, they might have felt a little conflicted at the end because, yes, the, the Eagles lost, yeah. but Harrison Butker kicked the game winner for the He's Chiefs, the, the former NFL Yellow Jacket. Long? Oh, I guess it's been year five now. Oh, year no, five. year six, year and six. he's already won two Super Bowls. Yeah, no, he's been he's he's one of the best, if not the best, field goal kicker in the kicker in the in the NFL right now. He's fourth in NFL history in career field goal percentage. Wow, it's pretty good. Not too bad, and he's still got a lot of years ahead of him. Once again, 404-231-1680 is the number to call. We've got Kenny lined up on the phone lines right now. Kenny, welcome back. You are live with head coach Josh Pastor. Go ahead. My lucky Monday. It's, it's Monday. I got to be on the Josh Fastner show. It's, it's building my building my resume. Um, coach, if I'd known you were at the pizza place, I would let you come down there and let you buy me a slice. <laughs> come um, on down. I'll buy you. I'll buy you two slices. Next, next Monday, I'll be there. We'll make a date. So, real quick, I don't want to get in the rabbit hole of officiating, but I did have a couple of questions, not pertaining to that game, but just get your thoughts on a couple of things that have. Uh, I don't know if they bother me, just a pet peeve. But back back to Saturday and, and officiating in general, I'm an old high school, middle school youth coach, and I don't think referees cost you a game. They cost you the opportunity to win a game sometimes. You don't know if Javon's going to make his free throws, if the kid from Duke's going to make his free throws, but the opportunity was not allowed. Um, and that's what gets me more than anything. So let me get to my two things I think you can answer without losing any money and being fine. Thing number one, I ask you, and I'll ask you both at once, you can answer them. Should referees have a limit to the number of games they can work during a week as independent contractors, as contractors? I see TV Teddy Valentine four times a week. These guys are older. There's three people in a basketball game that never get subbed for, and that's the officials. So you're asking these guys to travel the country multiple times a week and make good calls four times a week. That's question number one. Should there be a limit? Question number two is, with the reviews these days, and when they go to review something, if you don't have any timeouts, you call your players over and I know as a coach, you're probably not on my side of this. I personally think that if you're reviewing a call, both teams should have to be on the opposite side of their bench, and it should not be allowed to use it as a timeout because those reviews take a minute, two minutes, and you get a free timeout of it. Now, I know you like it, but I think it, it gets to the heart of the game. It's being used now as such. So just wanted to get your opinion on both of those. Well, Kenny, thank you for calling in. You're awesome. I appreciate you so much. And, uh, yeah, anytime you uh, come on down, I always buy you uh, not just one slice, two slices for you anytime. Uh, at, uh, <clears throat> anytime you want to come here. Even though next Monday we won't be here. So, so we will be, be we won't be here. But you can call in. We won't be here. I'll have to take you at another time to, to, to get here for a pizza. A couple things. Great questions about the officiating. Here's what I would tell you. Number one, and, I, and, I thought, and I've never heard of that, what you said, and I thought it was a great point that you made, really good point, that, that they're the only guys on the floor that never get subbed out. I mean, that's a tremendous point. I've never thought of it like that, and everybody else gets subbed out. Here's what I would tell you. 
Um, <clears throat> I think, and I've said, and the second thing I thought you made talking about opportunity, yeah, they don't maybe cost you a game, they cost you the opportunity because you don't know if someone's making the free throws, and that's a fair, fair assessment, the way to look at it. Here's what I would tell you. I think in college basketball, and I've said this, the, the officials have more influence on, on controlling a win or loss, more influence on changing people's careers, more influence on people making the tournament or not is based on officiating. And, and, and because most games when you are in a, in a even playing field, um, you know, it's going to come down to possessions. And a possession here, possession there. It's a four to six point game for the most of the game. And there's so many 50-50 calls that happen throughout the course of the game. And the officials have to make a decision on those 50-50 calls. And those 50-50 calls can go either direction. And like it or not, the officials, you know, there is human error involved. I mean, there's human emotions involved. There's, you know, did the coach from the previous play get on you and say something and you're mad about that? And then the next play, are you just emotionally, you know, if it's a 50-50 call, not a, you know, a judgment call, charge block, out of bounds, can you see something, you know, with a travel, uh, you know, can you be able to take out that emotion of, of the human being side of it? And I think that's a real um, uh, thing. And, and, and you might say, well, why, why is that not in the NBA? And, and, uh, you know, well, in the NBA, that's all those, those, the men and women that officiate in the NBA, that's all they do for a living. Every single call is judged and looked at. There is no other thing they do. And so they have to be so accurate. We're in college basketball. As you mentioned, Kenny, they are independent contractors. Um, uh, there's multiple head of officials of, of the, I think there's 32 conferences. So every conference has a different offici- uh, a head of official. Um, you could be working three games, as you mentioned, you know, for two, two, three games a night in one league and then still working two, three nights in another league and working. Most guys work five nights a week and this is their secondary job. Most of them have a different job. On, you know, they're, they're, they have other jobs in officiating. And I don't care what anyone says. I mean, it's not easy traveling, flying, waking up early, spending it all day in a hotel. Who knows what they're, you know, they're eating. You, gotta, you, you have a late night. You got to catch up the next day, first early morning flight. You got to get to where you're going to get to. And you're expected to be at a all-time probably unattainable goal of, of near perfection considering what's at stake at this level. And um, I do think there's something to be said for that of that I wish there was a, a uniformed one thing under college basketball about officiating. And the only way that is is at the NC2A tournament. There's, there, that is the, the opportunity of when there's just a, 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 a one person under a uniform group and, and go from there. So it is an interesting dynamic. Uh, yes, they work a lot of games, and I do think it takes a toll. And I do think there should I, – I, I personally think they should not be able to work in different leagues. Um, and I don't – you know, obviously legality, I don't think that's, that's possible because it's, you know, whatever the rules are of law, of labor laws and all that. It would be much better if they could say you can only work in the leagues that you work in, and then you can – now, at the start of the year, you could change to a league, but you have to stay in that league for the entire year. What that would do is um, less games, maybe pay them more, but you can be uh, just so much more accountability on that. And I think that's an interesting dynamic. The second part is 
when you talked about, um, uh, uh, you know, um, this, I, I lost the second part of the question. The, the review. The review. Yeah. So functioning so, as so, a so, free timeout. No, I actually. No, you're. You're actually. I. I. I disagree with you, Kenny. That uh, that you think that I disagree with you. I actually agree with you. I don't think it should be used as a timeout, because, for example, Wake Forest had no timeouts. Both times they had to check the t- the, the the time clock. So they got two free extra timeouts. You could say, well, we did too. But, yes, it's an advantage if you don't have timeouts because you know that every time under one minute when a ball is scored, they are going to stop the clock, and they're going to go to the scores table to look at the, re- to look at the clock to make sure it's properly correct. correct. And, I, and I understand that. I would want to correct. But I agree with you, Kenny, that I think that everyone should be on the other side of the court or shouldn't be allowed for a timeout. Now, how do you enforce that? I don't think that's a reality, and, and, and that's why that is something that they're not able to do because I don't think they can enforce it or want to enforce it. And so they just say, hey, we're just basically going to give the, the team an, an extra timeout during those reviews, and it is what it is because I don't think they feel they can enforce it and say you have to be on the other side because what happens if a guy goes, it's just too much non, too much ability to try to enforce something like that, and I just – don't see that ever changing other than you're just going to get free timeouts when you don't have timeouts in review situations. Yeah, kind of an imperfect situation. You're stuck between a rock and a hard place, but ultimately you want to get the call correct, so you'd rather err on the side of the review than not, even though it might function and, from a strategic and, standpoint and, as an extra timeout and, for a team that may not have one. And Kenny, I would say, look, we have, you know, look, and I said this earlier on our conference call, in the ACC conference call today, look, we need officials. Like, we don't, we, officials have to be treated with respect. I mean, you look in youth sports, a lot of officiate, people yell and scream and people are cursing at it. There, there's no need for that. Like, we need a good officials. We need officials who, we want officials who want to officiate and work because you've got to have a referees. You've got to have officials. You've got to have that. And you have to treat them with respect. Um, I don't like when people, you know, are cursing at them. Or, and, and, and yes, they make, there's errors along the way that happen, but we have to treat, even in, especially in youth sports. I say all that to say this. But, but, but you're right, Kenny. In, a, in our game, for example, I mean, it is a high-octane game. I mean, it is up and down. It is intense. The speed, the quickness is faster and more explosive than it's ever been. And I'm just telling you, I mean, think of it, Kenny. I, you, Kenny, you, I, I'm 45. Kenny, you look like you're 42, but you might be 62. I don't know, but you look like you're 42. Andy looks like he's 30. So Miller in the back here looks like he's 25. I say all that to say... It would be hard for any of us to officiate a game in the speed and up and down of it because, you know, as you get older, it's hard. It's, it's just it, the speed and things are so fast. It's not like you're coaching or, you know, announcing where you're able to use more of the mental part of it. When you're talking about the physical part of things and the up and down and trying to be in the right position and see the, the speed and quickness, it is not an easy thing. And, and that is an interesting dynamic when you're talking about, you know, People, as they continue to, to you know, um, been in the game a long time, staying at the, the top level physical shape to be able to stay involved of making the right calls all throughout the game. Well, it is a tough job. There are some tough calls that you may confront over the course of those 40 minutes, but you're right, it is a tough job 
tell you what, this is a fun time. Enjoyed that conversation with Kenny. That opens up a phone line for you listening. 404-231-1680. The lines, quote-unquote, on Twitter are open as well. Just tweet me, at Andy Demetra. Let's hit another timeout. We'll continue the conversation with Josh Pastor in just a moment. It's the Josh Pastor Radio Show live from Rocky Mountain Pizza Company tonight here on Hemphill Ave, just across from the Georgia Tech campus. And you're listening to it on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. In America, the future belongs to everyone. So we designed the SUVs of the future for everyone. Like Ford Escape, Edge, or Explorer. All named IIHS top safety picks with specific headlights. One of the many reasons why so many love Ford SUVs. Because the SUVs of the future aren't designed for a few. They're built for America. Ford SUVs. Drive one today. Introducing Hella Vienna Lager from Atlanta's own New Realm Brewing Company, the official craft beer of Georgia Tech Athletics. All season long, reach for New Realm's easy-drinking dark lager or New Realm's number one-selling Hazy Like a Fox IPA. And check out their location on the East Side Beltline Trail. Expect great locally sourced food from their on-site scratch kitchen, craft beer brewed in-house, handmade cocktails, plus live music, and much more at 550 Somerset Terrace. Visit NewRealmBrewing.com for more. Georgia Tech is out for victory. My family and I love gearing up in our gold and white to watch the Yellow Jackets take to the court. And as a proud partner at Georgia Tech basketball, Scanna Energy is part of all the action. So make some noise for the Ramblin' Wreck and join my family and Scanna Energy in cheering on the Yellow Jackets this season. Sign up with Scanna today and get up to $100. Call 877-GO-SCANA or visit scannaenergy.com slash jackets for details. Limited time offer. Terms and conditions apply. Every Everybody has a jillion things going on these days, so at Apartments.com, we help you stay on top of your apartment search with powerful tools like saved searches and instant alerts. Alert. You just enter what you want. Alert. Like location, price, and amenities. Alerto. And Apartments.com will alert you as soon as those places become available. Alert. Here's your perfect place. Thanks, me. And you can customize your alerts somehow. I think I set mine to Mr. Snarky. You do hear me. Maybe I can change mine to British. Apartments.com, the place to find a place. And we're back with breaking news. Coke Zero Sugar might be the best Coke ever. That's right, Jim. Coke Zero Sugar is a must-try for any Coke fan, so make sure you... Jim. <laughs> Jim. We're on the air. Ooh, yes, this tastes like the best Coke ever to me. Your thoughts, Jen? Well, can I have a sip? (laughs) Jen, we're in the middle of reporting the news. I need to try it first. Looking for the perfect game day or really any day food? Panko Chicken is your answer. You've never tasted anything as crave-worthy as Panko's award-winning healthier chicken tenders, sandwiches, and their tacos are off the chain. It's Panko's unique Japanese-American spin that makes their chicken the crispiest, juiciest, and most flavor-packed chicken you've ever tasted. Panko also has a large selection of incredible vegan and vegetarian options. With locations throughout the metro area, it's easy to satisfy your healthy craving for the best chicken in Atlanta. Check them out at PankoChicken.com. Every Georgia Tech game is on Atlanta's flagship station for the Yellow Jackets. This is The Fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. There's no better source on Georgia Tech hoops than the coach. This is the Coach Josh Passner Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network. 
Can't wait to see Adam McCamish Pavilion Wednesday night when your Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets are back in action against the Virginia Tech Hokies. 7 o'clock at Tim Time if you're on your way to it. McCamish, you can always tune in to me and Randy Waters. We'll have our network pregame beginning at 6.30 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. He's Josh Pastor. I'm Andy Demetrium. 404-231-1680, the number to dial in if you have a question for the head coach of the Yellow Jackets. I have a question about Javon Franklin because he has been on a tear of late. Last four games for Javon, 13 and a half points, 11 rebounds per game. Against Wake Forest, 14 points. He tied his all-time career high with 15 rebounds. Eight of them are offensive. He is just a menace. And it's interesting that this has all happened after, Coach, you switched to the small lineup with Javon now playing the five. How was going to that small ball five role with Javon unlocked more cr- production for him and created some mismatches lately? Yeah, you know, um, uh, regarding Javon, he, um, <clears throat> you know, I just think he's in the small ball package where he's, look, because he's really, and you've seen him up close, he's really probably about 6'5". If he, yeah, six he's, six maybe. Yeah, I, I don't think Davon Smith is six one either, like no. you list him. But but he's such a great jumper off the floor. He's a quick leaper, Javon, and um, uh, and he's been great. And he's been a hard matchup for the other team's five men. And he's so good on the offensive glass. Why um, has he been such a hard matchup? I just think because he's he's he's, he's got he's really a good passer, mm-hmm. you know, and the stuff that we that we play and how we play. He's a good passer. He's got a good feel. Um, um, he knows, he knows how to, um, you know, know how to find the open man. I will say that, that sometimes, you know, he's too nice on the court, you know, and like to have him be a little bit tougher in some areas, but, but he's a wonderful young man. He's, he's just been an outstanding offensive rebounder. Um, I didn't think he played particularly well to start the game in Wake Forest. Part of the reason we were down 16-5, I didn't think Javon had great energy to start. Um, and then obviously I made the sub and subbed out the guys, and I just thought Javon's energy kind of lacked. And I've talked to Javon about that today, that he's got to be just, his motor has got to be running, and he, he's got to empty his tank and leave nothing uh, there whatsoever at any point. He's got to just empty everything because he has a tendency to kind of not coast, but will just kind of and, and it could be he gets a little tired or whatever it may be, but we need him to be an energy guy because he can do so many things with the way he rebounds, stuff he can do around the rim. You know, there's some things where we can just throw it up to him. You know, that all being said, um, uh, he's been he's been great in this in these last few games. He's just, he's been great, and I'm so proud of him. Um, we need him to be really good in this stretch. One of the things we've been really good at this year, and I, and I think you would agree, Andy, is we've been and pretty consistent is our offensive rebounding. Mm-hmm. I don't know where our numbers are, where we rank, but but Javon's been a big part of that of keeping you know balls alive. And actually, he's been a pretty darn good shot blocker. Him and Davon have really blocked a lot of shots, considering the fact. And um, so it's been good to see. We'll need Javon to be really good for us on Wednesday versus, Virgi- versus a very good Virginia Tech team. Um, and, you know, and just to talk a little bit on Wake Forest from Saturday, <clears throat> you know, it's a game that we should have won. There's no question about that. A um, couple things that's, that stand out, you know, going back and reviewing the game. Um, we got down 16-5. Like I said, they, 
I didn't like our energy. But then we came roaring back, made some substitutions. And I'm glad you mentioned that because in their previous game, Wake Forest nearly ran North Carolina oh. off the floor. And they had it down 30 at one time. And it could have been a repeat of that game, but yet you crawled your way back and you, you came into halftime with the lead. So that was a really impressive comeback against a Wake Forest team that's had an ability to bury teams early. When you made the subs, one of those being Javon Franklin. I know Tristan Maxwell came in, Jalen Moore as well. What, what enabled you guys to settle down on both ends and start making headway on that deficit? You know, what was interesting is um, uh, I just felt like, man, we just – you know, they got a couple things, you know, in the first seven and a half minutes. Uh, we just weren't scoring again. You know, we had some shots and we missed some things. And uh, we had a fast break here or there and just didn't get it. You know, we didn't didn't capitalize. But uh, but then we kind of just crawled, fought, inched our way back. And, um, um, and we just, you know, found a way to eventually take the lead. And I think we were up 36-32 at half, mm-hmm. up four. So we really went from 11... And we kept winning each four-minute segment, which was great. We kept winning all these four-minute segments, as we talked about. <clears throat> and I just thought, you know, look, Wake Forest was one of the best offensive teams in the country and one of the, you know, top two in, in the ACC or maybe even the best in the ACC. And in the end of the game, we, they were one of the best three-point shooter shooting teams. We held them to 27% from three. I thought we did a good job of Monsanto. Yeah, you know, Damari Monsanto, we talked about him on the broadcast. There hasn't been a player in the ACC who is shooting threes at the volume yeah. of Monsanto or the accuracy? Because he was 41% coming in. There hasn't been a player with his accuracy or his volume since J.J. Redick in the ACC. You hold him to five points, which was a conference season low for him. He was one of seven from three. And it was amazing to me in the second half, the ball was barely in his hands. I mean, they were barely even looking for him for catch and shoots. You almost completely eliminated him from the offense. So what did you guys do well yeah. to take Monsanto it, out of their game plan? And we've done a good job on that for the most part this year. Like we did a good job, like we talked about NC State taking out Joyner and Smith, and did a good job versus Notre Dame taking out Lashesky, and um, did a really good job taking out Monsanto. I, you know, the biggest thing is they just, and this is anything about the officials, they just 24, you know, they went to the free throw line a lot more than we did, and they, that's where they won the game was at the free throw line, and and uh, the two guards, Appleby and um, Hildreth, Hildreth, were, um, I think they were like. Uh, uh, nine for, tw- you know, whatever they were, you know, uh, you have it right there. Nine, I know Hildreth was nine for 12. Yeah, and Appleby was four for four. Yeah, so that's 13 for seven. he broke the seven. ACC record for made free throws in the game Before. Uh, the prior so outing they, versus but, North but, Carolina. But, they, but, but yeah. they, 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 you know, they had 19 for 24 from the free throw line. Now, we were eight for eight, but, you know, they, they went to the line 16 more times, and that was the difference of the, the game right there, just them getting to the free throw line. I mean, we had 15 offensive rebounds. We had 14 more shot attempts. Um, you know, we shot, we made more threes. We were perfect from the free throw line. Uh, we, they only had one more, we only had one more turnover than they did. Um, we had more steals. We smashed them on the glass. They shot 27% from the field. From the three, we shot 42. The difference is they went to the free throw line 24 times and we went eight. That's the difference. Now, we got the 70 points like we got the 70 versus Notre Dame. We got the 70 this game. Uh, and I told you that if we get to 70, we'd win the game. We'd have to hold them to 65. But we should have won the game, and they got that, you know, the some things towards the end that we might disagree with. And uh, But that's just kind of how it is. And so you look at the box score, you're like, how would you lose the game? And uh, just one of those interesting yeah. dynamics. You kind of distill it to one column in particular on the box but, score, but, I think. But, 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 and, and, and so overall, like Javon Franklin, uh, 15, 14 points, 15 rebounds, and, 
um, you know, had two assists. And, you know, I just thought overall, and I thought, like, so in, in uh, that last minute there, um, we were up three, and, we, and Davon made a beautiful pass to Debo in the corner right in front of our bench, and he hit that three, went a little long. Miles got the offensive rebound. If he stuck that, that game would have been over because we've been up six. But I will say Bobby um, uh, Clintman, number 34 from Wake Forest, both times we hit some key threes in the second half. He And we were up like five or six. He hit a three to kind of – or we got up three, and then he hit a three to neutralize it. He hit two big threes. But I thought defensively, for the most part, Appleby was, you know, look, he scored 16 on 14 shots. I thought he was, in a, you know, he wasn't uh, efficient. So we did a nice job there. He's a good player. He had, you know, had four turnovers we forced him into. I thought some of the things we did. I thought, again, just some of the biggest things in the difference of the game was to the free throw line. We should have won the game. No brainer. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, <clears throat> um, you know, you look at points off of turnovers, advantage us. Uh, points in the paint were equal. Second chance points, advantage us. Fast break points, advantage us. Bench points, advantage us. But I was really proud of our guys that we fought, we competed. You know, I always talk about you have two you have two things to do when you're on the ropes, and that's to fight back or you get in a fetal position to lay down. And to our to our guys' credit, they fought, and we had a, and we had chances. And that was a big road opportunity for us. And anytime you can win a road game in the yeah. AC, winning a game period in the ACC is hard, but a chance to win the road is is special. And um, uh, but look, we got a great opportunity on Wednesday versus versus Virginia Tech, and you know we just got to keep we got to keep grinding, got to keep fighting. Um, and there's some things I felt even in the Wake Forest game, we just needed to firm up on some things where in a possession here, a possession there, we need to be more firmer. Uh, you know, we fouled a couple times. Where even though you know I thought there might have been a call or two that that we fouled, we were getting our hands in there, and um, we had a be better about that and some key times and we put them on the free throw line that didn't um that allowed them to make some free throws and maybe stop a run of ours as well too but uh but overall it was you know it was a great effort proud of our young men i felt they earned and deserved that win but sometimes the ball just doesn't go your way well now it is your turn to protect the home floor this wednesday like coach pastor said we'll see it mccamish 7 p.m the tip time between your yellow jackets and virginia tech Hokies will break down virginia tech in our last segment of the Josh Pastors Show. Another time out here. We are live at Rocky Mountain Pizza Company on Hemphill Ave. Great to have you listening. Great to have you with us live tonight. We're back after this on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Apartments.com has the most pet-friendly listings and realistic virtual tours. Now we're taking it one step further by testing a cutting-edge new feature, virtual reality tours for pets. We'll just strap this headset onto sprinkles here. Hold still, kitty. Hey, 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 hey. Uh, oh, he's running muck. Uh-oh, uh-oh. I don't think he likes this, sir. Yeah, get the things off the kitty. Virtually tour pet-friendly listings on Apartments.com. The place to find a place. At Kroger, you can find the highest quality products at a great price in every aisle, every day with Kroger brand. So you can stock up on your household favorites that are tried, tested, and loved by you. Because when you get the products you love at great prices, it feels like winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Discover the Lexus GX. It features an available powerful flat third row seat to accommodate your cargo. An available off-road package that includes an under-vehicle camera and the ability to confidently conquer multiple terrains. 
and Lexus Safety System Plus, an integrated suite of advanced active safety equipment. The Lexus GX, experience life to the fullest in this rugged yet refined SUV. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Georgia Tech is out for victory. My family and I love gearing up in our gold and white to watch the Yellow Jackets take to the court. And as a proud partner at Georgia Tech basketball, Scana Energy is part of all the action. So make some noise for the Ramblin' Wreck and join my family and Scana Energy in cheering on the Yellow Jackets this season. Sign up with Scana today and get up to $100. Call 877-GO-SCANA or visit scanaenergy.com slash jackets for details. Limited time offer. Terms and conditions apply. In America, the future belongs to everyone. So we designed the SUVs of the future for everyone. Like Ford Escape, Edge, or Explorer. All named IIHS top safety picks with specific headlights. One of the many reasons why so many love Ford SUVs. Because the SUVs of the future aren't designed for a few. They're built for America. Ford SUVs. Drive one today. Apartments.com has the most pet-friendly listings and realistic virtual tours. Now, we're taking it one step further by testing a cutting-edge new feature, virtual reality tours for pets. We'll just strap this headset onto sprinkles here. Hold still, kitty. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, oh, he's running muck. Uh-oh, uh-oh. I don't think he likes this, sir. Yeah, get the things off the kitty. Virtually tour pet-friendly listings on Apartments.com. The place to find a place. Stream every Georgia Tech game totally free on the all-new Fan app. Download it now for Apple or Android and listen to the Jackets anywhere. The latest on Yellow Jackets basketball. It's the Coach Josh Passner Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network. Yellow Jacket fans, be sure to visit georgiapower.com slash community to learn new ways to stay connected. Georgia Power, the official energy sponsor of Georgia Tech Athletics. Power on at Georgia. Still a few minutes for you to chime in with your questions for Josh Pastor. Phone lines are open at 404-231-1680. You can also tweet me at Andy Demetra. Coming off that uh, heartbreaker and Winston-Salem on Saturday, 71-70 to Wake Forest. Georgia Tech will look to rebound this Wednesday at home as they take on the Virginia Tech Hokies who are coming off a win on the road. Their first road win of the year, in fact, against Notre Dame. 7 o'clock at tip time on Wednesday. We'll have our Ramblin' Rec tip-off show starting at 6.30. Coach, you're led Saturday by Davon Smith. 15 points, including what... Well, I think really should have been the game winner there with 12 seconds or seven seconds left. Seven seconds. Yep, uh, against Wake Forest. Also chipped in five rebounds, had five assists. He's third in the ACC in assist-to-turnover ratio. Uh, and we've seen his maturation as a point guard and making sound decisions. But one thing that I don't think fans would see, but you can probably elaborate on, which is part of the maturation of Davon, is his ability to accept the hard coaching from you and being able to convert that into responsible play, running the show for you. Third in the ACC and assist to turnover ratio is impressive enough, but there's a lot of maturation that sort of has undergirded that that you can speak on. Yeah, no, look, I mean, in fact, he actually, there's Ken Segura from the AJC wrote an article on uh, about Davon's improvement and his uh, um, continuation of getting better in the, in the, in the paper. On, I think it was on Saturday or Friday or Saturday, I think it was Saturday. But part of the, part of the article, um, and I didn't get to read it, but uh, Mike's, Mike Stamus, our famous sports information director, 
told me that one of the things Davon mentioned in there is just about that that I've coached him really hard, and 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 so not everyone. It's not it's hard, you know not everyone's used to that um, because I'm re- you know I'm I'm hard on 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 all the guys, but especially with guard play because I've always said that you win games with with guard play. I mean guards win you the games, and. Um, um, and, and and for Dave, to Davon's credit, he's he's taken it. I mean, he's gotten better and better and better. And he's the leading guard rebounder in, in in the ACC. And I think he's a leading guard rebounder in college basketball or Division One, or if not top five. And he's one of the best in the assist to turnover ratio. And he's come a long way from where he was last year on that. And so he's he's totally improved so much his decision making. And and part of the staple of our program has been about getting guys better. I don't. You know, there's things obviously that fair game to criticize me or, or, you know, our program on some things. But one of the things I think we've done as well as anybody is getting guys better. You know, we've really developed, we've prided ourselves on that, on on improving guys and making sure guys are getting better. And and Davon is is one of those guys that have really improved. And you know, um, now, you know, we 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 coach those guys hard and 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 especially the guards because the guards are are what wins you games. I mean, it's guard play. I mean. You need the guards to be just outstanding for you. Now, the good thing is when we coach them hard, you know, we, 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 we hold the line. We, we hold them to very high standards. As anyone knows me that I coach, we don't, we don't allow any foul language, no cursing, no personal attacks. Everything's, you know, based on the performance, based on uh, the, the, you know, we, don't, we keep it very professional. And, and nothing. Um, uh, if we were to carry your practices live, we would not incur any FCC fines, which is a rarity in college basketball. You, you could there be no SEC fines, nor would there you could have you could have it's very G rated. We're hard mm-hmm. on the guys, but it's very G rated. So any all <coughs> excuse me, all women and children would be allowed to be <laughs> into our huddle and or our practice. Now, there's a lot of intensity. And it probably, probably there's a lot of thinking like, whoa, that's a, you know, even my daughter sometimes behind our bench are like, um, uh, what is, go- dad, you know, and my, my, my wife's like, I wish you would be that hard on our girls when you're, you got to get them to bed, you know, sometimes. And, uh, um, but, uh, but, and, and by the way, cause I know tomorrow's Valentine's day, happy Valentine's day to everybody, to all the wonderful people out there. And I got to send a tremendous Valentine's day to my, my, my best friend, my wife and, and um, my three daughters as well, too. But um, anyway, I say all that to say Davon has gotten better. And I hope he has, you know, we have a great Valentine uh, day on, um, on, on Wednesday or day after with, with a great win and can play well. And we're going to need Davon to be really good at taking care of the ball, playing the right way doing the right thing, and that's going to be important for us. Uh, just one footnote on Davon before we hit our final timeout. Last year, Davon had 48 assists, 42 turnovers. After Saturday, he's got 89 assists this year, 32 turnovers. He's, so 10 two fewer turnovers and, 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 and look at his 41 more assists, and, and he's re- averaging 5.6 rebounds a game. And what was he last year in rebounding? Not 5.6. Yeah, so he's, he's gotten better. He's improved. Really proud of him. And uh, it just goes back to kind of what we're talking about, um, you know, the, 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 you know, we've prided ourselves on getting guys better in player development. That's been important for us. And 
um, you know, he's he's been good. He's been good. And we're going to need him to be really good for us on, on Wednesday. It's yep. going to be a big, big deal for us. Facing another backcourt dominant team in the Virginia Tech Hokies who are rolling to town with a record of 5-9 and nine in the ACC coming off a road win themselves versus Notre Dame. We'll wrap up the Josh Pastor show on the other side with a preview of what to expect on Wednesday between Georgia Tech and Virginia Tech. Stick around. It's the Josh Pastor show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. And we're back with breaking news. Coke Zero Sugar might be the best Coke ever. That's right, Jim. Coke Zero Sugar is a must-try for any Coke fan, so make sure you... Jim. <laughs> Jim. We're on the air. Ooh, yes, this tastes like the best Coke ever to me. Your thoughts, Jen? Well, can I have a sip? <laughs> Jen, we're in the middle of reporting the news. I need to try it first. Be honest. Since you got up this morning... Have you done anything new? Tried any new foods? Listen to new music? Or taken a new route? The good news is, the day isn't over. Hey, Lexus, turn it up. And the reinvented Lexus RX is definitely something new. With heart-pounding design, intelligent technology, and the first-ever RX 500H performance hybrid. Never lose your edge with the all-new Lexus RX. See your Atlanta-area Lexus dealer. Georgia is our home. That's why at Georgia Power, we're building the future of energy. Over the last decade, we've invested nearly $10 billion to strengthen the electric grid, installing new substations, upgrading transformers, moving power lines underground, and investing in cleaner energy. We're making the electric grid more resilient and reliable for you and for future generations. At Georgia Power, we know that making smart investments today prepares us to meet our customers' needs tomorrow. That frosty chill in the air is here to stay. Just make sure that pesky pests like roaches, ants, and rodents aren't trying to join in on the winter fun. This is the time of year when pests and wildlife intruders start seeking food and shelter inside your home or business as the temperatures drop. Luckily, you can trust the pest control experts at Arrow Exterminators to keep your home or business pest-free inside and out. Schedule a free pest inspection today. Call 888-GO-ARROW or visit arrowexterminators.com. And we're back with breaking news. Coke Zero Sugar might be the best Coke ever. That's right, Jim. Coke Zero Sugar is a must-try for any Coke fan, so make sure you... Jim. <laughs> Jim. We're on the air. Ooh, yes, this tastes like the best Coke ever to me. Your thoughts, Jen? Well, can I have a sip? <laughs> Jen, we're in the middle of reporting the news. I need to try it first. Looking for the perfect game day or really any day food? Panko Chicken is your answer. You've never tasted anything as crave-worthy as Panko's award-winning healthier chicken tenders, sandwiches, and their tacos are off the chain. It's Panko's unique Japanese-American spin that makes their chicken the crispiest, juiciest, and most flavor-packed chicken you've ever tasted. Panko also has a large selection of incredible vegan and vegetarian options. With locations throughout the metro area, it's easy to satisfy your healthy craving for the best chicken in Atlanta. Check them out at PancoChicken.com. Every Georgia Tech game is on Atlanta's flagship station for the Yellow Jackets. This is The Fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. Georgia Tech basketball continues to buzz. Now more of the Coach Josh Passner Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network. Big thanks to our live audience here at Rocky Mountain Pizza Company. That applause, just for the record, Coach. Well, That's for you, not for me. I don't know about that, but I want to give a great shout-out to, um, to to 
the group that came today. Uh, yep, Leah, Le 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 who does all of our nutrition, she's just she wears like 12 hats at the athletic department, but her lovely family, her husband and three kids, and there's Bobby Holman who does all of our tickets and just an outstanding human being. We've got to make Bobby. Bobby a busy man on Wednesday, We're gonna, the way. we got to make him busy. we got Mike Stamus, who's, who's been at Georgia Tech longer than Georgia Tech's been in, alive. You know what I mean? So yeah, They were still the Georgia School of Technology yeah, when Moose was hired. Exactly. There. And then Emily from Legends over there. Emily, I'm giving you a shout-out, Emily. I don't know if she, she's probably – she's talking. But anyway, we have Emily. I gave you a shout-out, Emily. So, yeah. Anyway, and, of course, we got you and Miller, too, so, Andy. There's only one Hall of Famer on this stage, and he's the one behind us, Miller yeah. Poe. Uh, so let's talk about Virginia Tech. Uh, they've made five straight NCAA tournaments. The expectation was this year would be their sixth. They were ranked 21st in the country in late December, but then they cratered that 1-7 start in the ACC. It was pretty hard to, to wrap your head around. They've won four of their last six, though. I know you've always regarded them as a very dangerous team offensively. What type of team will uh, the fans expect from the Hokies in 48 hours? You know, as we discussed, you know, before the, the before we got on right here, just that, you know, it, it's an interesting dynamic because they are a really good team. I think they're better than their record. We talked about the ACC media day that I thought they would be the team competing for an ACC championship, them in Notre Dame. And, you know, they went to a stretch where they lost a bunch of games. They didn't have Couture in some of those. But, you know, I, I think they're, they're a dangerous team that's still good enough to make a run in the ACC tournament and win a lot of games. And uh, they're, they're, they're good. They got a lot of good players. Basile, uh 21 is it? I, I don't have my stats in front of me. The, if I'm not, he's their, their grad transfer from Wright State. He is 21. 21. Yeah, he's leading them in scoring 16.3 yeah, he, games. He had he's 30, had 33 in back-to-back -back games. I was going to say he had 32 back-to-back 30-plus point games. Can really shoot it. Can um, uh, put a, score in the post. Mutz, number 25, is is playing at a high level, really good passer. And then, of course, the kid Couture, I think like 82 of his 67, 67 of his 82 shots in conference are threes. He's shooting 46% from three. He's shooting 46% from three, but in two games against you last year, he was two of 16 combined I think from in his entire the career arc, so. he hasn't shot well against well, us. Well, why is that? I don't know if you want to spill that on well, the air because maybe Hunter Couture is listening, yeah, but no, you, well, you have kind of we, we, discombobulated we, we've him. Done, we've done a good job defensively on taking out some of the different guys. And so, you know, we, we've got to be who we are on, on – on, set on Wednesday and try to, you know, change up as much as we can. But we're going to have to score. I mean, the key, a big key is we got to get to 70 again. Mm -hmm. 70 gives us a chance to win. We got to 70. We got If we got to 70 versus NC State, we would have won. If we get to 70 versus Notre Dame, we did win. 70 should have won us the game versus Wake Forest. I think we all agree. Got to get to 70 uh, uh, Wednesday night. Well, there you go. There is the benchmark. And not 70, but 7 o'clock is the number to put in your calendar. 6.30, though. 6.30 airtime, but 7 o'clock tip time at McCamas for Georgia Tech and Virginia Tech this Wednesday. Look forward to seeing you then. We thank you so much for listening tonight to the Josh Pastor Radio Show. Coach, appreciate it as always. Thank you, Andy. He's head coach Josh Pastor for our network engineer, Miller Pope, our entire crew here on side of Rocky Mountain Pizza Company and inside our network studios. Thanks so much for listening to the Josh Pastor Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Introducing Hella Vienna Lager from Atlanta's own New Realm Brewing Company, the official craft beer of Georgia Tech Athletics. All season long, reach for New Realm's easy-drinking dark lager or New Realm's number one selling Hazy Like a Fox IPA. And check out their location on the East Side Beltline Trail. Expect great locally sourced food from their on-site scratch kitchen, craft beer brewed in-house, handmade cocktails, plus live music and much more at 550 Somerset Terrace. Visit NewRealmBrewing.com for more.
One of the toughest jobs in law enforcement is telling a family that a loved one has been killed by a drunk driver. That's why Georgia law enforcement works every day to keep drunk drivers off the road. Every DUI arrest could be one less family to lose someone to drunk driving. You can help. Hand the keys to a designated driver or call a ride service. It saves lives and prevents a costly DUI arrest. Drive sober or get pulled over. Brought to you by the Governor's Office of Highway Safety. With the Kroger app, shopping online with pickup and delivery is the same as shopping in-store. Same low prices, same personalized deals, same rewards on the same high-quality items like Honeycrisp apples and pasta sauce with no hidden fees or markups. It's one small click for groceries, one big win for busy families everywhere. Start your cart today at Kroger.com. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Restriction supply, see site for details. Ever wonder how much pepperoni is too much? <laughs> Me neither. But if there is a limit, Marco's Pepperoni Magnifico pushes it. It's loaded with classic and crispy old world pepperoni, those three fresh melty signature cheeses, and savory Romajon seasoning. Right now, a large is just $9.99. So I'm going to push my limit on how much pizza I can eat in one sitting. Marco's. Pizza lovers, get it. Limited time only. Participation may vary. Additional restrictions may apply while supplies last. You've been listening to the Coach Josh Pastner Show, live on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Join us each week of the season to get the latest on Yellow Jackets hoops and all things Georgia Tech athletics. We'll talk to you again next week right here on the Georgia Tech Sports Network. When you buy a used car, don't be taken for a ride. Get Ford Blue Advantage certified at Wade Ford, Atlanta's headquarters for factory certified pre-owned vehicles. Go to wadeford.com. There you'll find a great selection of Ford Blue Advantage certified used cars, trucks, and SUVs with Blue certified. Nearly all makes and all models are in stock now. You'll find something perfect for just about any budget. Buy with confidence at the Wade Ford factory certified used car outlet at wadeford.com. Wade Ford, we are Atlanta's Ford dealer. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. Camp Margaritaville RV Resort, where you can just breathe in and breathe out. (sighs) Or move. There's biking, boating, arcade games, hiking, nearby golfing. Or fly through the new Fins Up Water Park. Thrills, chills, twists, and turns. This could be you. Camp Margaritaville at Lanier Islands. An easy one-hour drive from Atlanta. Book your stay today at CampMargaritavilleLanierIslands.com.